Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. This podcast is all about my reflections and revelations as a wife, mother, and educator. During our time together, I hope you will learn something from my stories and laugh a little along the way. Stay tuned for today's message. Welcome to episode 42, entitled Punishment, Discipline, and Knowing the Difference. There's a story about this man and he selected 12 people to follow him for about three years, so they say. And his main focus was teaching them how, how to treat people. And they followed him around because he would, so they could see, how, how do you do this thing? How do you, how do you uh, teach people how to treat one another um, so that they feel empowered and encouraged and they feel like they can be everything they were created to be. And he showed them these things through like performing miracles. He had lots of conversations. He'd love to go to a good party and have conversations with the people. And so he was communicating with them, telling them throughout these three years what they needed to do. And then he modeled it for them over three years. And then he gave them all of this time to practice. And they didn't always get it right because there's one character, his name is Peter. Um, He, like one time, just like pulled out a knife and cut somebody. And the main character didn't throw him out of the the group and tell him to go on somewhere. I mean, he corrected him. There was some discipline there, but he didn't throw him out. He didn't punish him. And uh, so, yeah, this Peter character, he was very interesting. But anyway, so this this story is actually broken up. Well, yeah, this story is broken up into two parts. There's an old part and there's a new part. And in the new part, there's four main sections at the beginning of the second part that talks about the main character's life from four different perspectives. And in each one of those, it talks about the main character and, and these 12 followers. At the time in the book, they call them disciples or people refer to them as disciples. And that got me to thinking about the word discipline. And um, I thought about the fact that the focus for the main character was never punishment. It was also, it was always discipline. It was also, it was always the training of. And he understood the importance of communicating, modeling, and allowing time for practice. And I think we can all take a, a, a lesson from that as we go into this new school year, whether you're a parent or guardian, an educator, an advocate for children, just really stepping back and saying to yourself, have I effectively communicated? Have I modeled it? Have I allowed adequate time for practice in everything that we do? So this main character, 
that's one point that I want to make. Another point that I wanted to make was this main character, everywhere he went over these three years, he was kind of considered like teacher of the year, you know? That means like he's the best teacher at that time. Like everybody has decided like this is the best at it. Like this is who you should see. This is who you should be listening to. Great stuff going on. But with that, there was always somebody that wasn't happy with that because the teacher of the year tends to be the kind of person that wants to be innovative, think outside the box, not really focused on routines all the time, but more so the priority, the focus is relationships and rapport. And the main character did that everywhere he went and everywhere he went because he wasn't focused on those routines, but more so relationships and rapport. Then here come the haters, right? And the 12 were able to see that. They got upset sometimes. Again, the P character, Peter, pulling out a blade, cutting folks' ears off. Upset because people were talking crazy about the main character. But I think what the main character modeled in that situation is that what we would call that SEL, that social emotional learning It was like a traveling social-emotional learning church. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, when you think about it, he was trying to teach them about self-management, like self-control is basically what it's it's called in that book, in that story. Um, Self-awareness, social awareness, relationship skills. He was like the best at relationship skills and responsible decision-making. And so we have like new terms for it, but this is an old story. And when you think about it, it was already talking about SEL and emotional intelligence. So that's another point that I wanted to make. Now, another point that I wanted to make was the main character, these 12 disciples, these 12 followers, They were a hot mess, y'all. Like, they were not well-trained. They were not the best people. Like, they were not held in high regard. Um, And I know there was some folks that's like, he chose those 12? He didn't didn't choose me? Man, I could have done that. And gossiping about the 12. But I think, you know, I know that the main character, he knew the flaws that those 12 had. Um, But I think that he was so secure and so confident in his greatness as a teacher. He's teacher of the year. Like I can do this, these 12, this is a special group. They're the special of the special group. I can handle this. I've got the resources. I know some people. I know some people at high places that can do some things like I got this. I'm gonna, this is gonna, it's gonna be fine. I mean, there's gonna be some bumps in the road and it might not be perfect, but I got this because what's in me is greater than the flaws of these 12 people. And I believe it's not about what they, how they started, but how they end up. And so I want you to think about that as, um, as you go through the school year this year. You know, you may not have um, the strongest staff or the strongest or the smartest or the most well-behaved um, students, but there's greatness inside of you and you have the resources and you know some folks in your building and you've read some things and gone through some trainings and um, you're going to be able to to do some great things and see some growth, not necessarily perfection, because that's what we always focus on the perfection, but 
Do your students and do your staff, will they end up in June better than they came when they started in August or September or whenever your, your school year starts? I was thinking about uh, when I was working on my notes for this, the, <laughs> the 12 followers, there's a story one time where they were supposed to be looking out while the main character was kind of um, trying to just do a little meditation and they fell asleep. Now y'all know, and I've talked about it several times. If you're just new here, I talk about naps all the time. Um, episode three, I dedicated some information about naps. I am a believer in naps. I got up early this morning, been working on some things, and I plan on taking a nap in about three hours. And I'm going to take a two or three hour nap because y'all know I do not play power naps. I'm not, mm-mm, nope. Don't come to me with a 15 minute, 30 minute nap. Um, like if you go commit, commit. Well, anyway, these 12 followers, they fell asleep. I don't think the teacher of the year is the person you want to sleep on. You don't want to sleep in that person's class. You want to stay up. So all of you teacher of the years out there, that's what you need to tell your students. You may not necessarily be able to talk about this story at your school just because we have to separate church and state, so they say, um, when it's convenient for them. But anyway, that's another story as well. But um, like, let them know, I'm teacher of the year. You can't, you can't fall asleep on me. Like, I, We got to represent in here, all right? Um, but I do want to talk to y'all before I go very briefly about, um, very briefly about punishment versus discipline in in a new way. I I saw this resource on um, Pinterest one day, um, by babycenter.com and it had this chart and I, I will post it, um, in the notes, in the show notes. And I'll probably post it as an image when I'm pushing it out through social media. But what it talks about is the purpose, the focus, the attitude, and the result of punishment versus discipline. Um, so the purpose of punishment is, is there's a penalty for an offense, but the purpose of discipline is to train for correction and maturity. The focus for punishment is inappropriate past action But the focus for discipline is appropriate future action. The attitude for punishment is hostility, frustration, anger. But the attitude for discipline is love, concern, and compassion. And the end result for punishment is going to be fear, guilt, and shame. But the end result for for discipline is security and trust. And we all know that there are some routines that we have to follow, you know, because I'm not out here for us just acting crazy. We got to have some balance of structure and nurture, though. I think that's very important. That's what I try to do every day with everyone that I work with and in my marriage, in my as a, as a parent, um, as I work with students and, and teachers and parents and guardians, that um, we got to have some structure and nurture. But if we're really talking about moving from just basic functional relationships and moving into rapport, which is something that's greater, that's deeper. There has to be a sense of security and trust. And we're not going to get that if we're focused on punishment. We're only going to get that if we're focused on discipline. And so I just wanted to um, talk to you about that just very briefly as you go into uh, the school year. We have some students, um, you know, they have not been in a physical classroom in almost a year and a half. And um, there's been a lot of uncertainty, even for those that have been with us last year. 
Um, So I just want us to think about, do we use punishment as the first resort? And would we want somebody to use punishment for the first resort for us? The other thing that I want us to think about is, if there has to be a consequence, is that consequence appropriate for the offense and for the age and the development of that person? And only you can answer those questions and search your heart and search your soul for those things. And and I tell y'all this all the time on this podcast. I have to search my head and heart daily because my bias and my, you know, the way I was raised and my experiences, it'll creep up and cloud my judgment because my experience is not the only experience. My world is not the only world. And so I have to stop myself sometimes. So again, perfection is not the goal, it's progress. And so never am I on here to preach or to uh, act like I've got it all together, but it's the intentionality behind it. That just taking a moment to think, to breathe, to, to consider different perspectives. So I'm asking you to go along with me on this journey to uh, really focus on, is it punishment? Is it discipline? And what do we, what is the end result? Is the end result that we want there to be fear and guilt and shame? Or do they, do we want there to be security, a sense of trust and stronger relationships and rapport? All right, good people. Um, y'all, I hope y'all have a safe and successful school year. Some folks are starting now. We start this week. Uh, some folks are starting after Labor Day. Whenever you start, I just hope that wherever you start, you end up better than when you started, whether you end in June or May. And the same thing for your students. Um, Focus on the mentality of that teacher of the year in that story, that main character. Uh, Let that guide you in what you do this year. Uh, And give yourself grace. You cannot give what you don't have, so give yourself some grace. And then turn around and give it to other people. Don't be selfish with the grace. And don't, you know, don't just use grace to just do whatever you want to do. Like, do right by grace, okay? And then also, take time each and every day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying, greater is in me.